I stole three marbles from a Geppetto's toy store when I was 13. There are a lot of things wrong with that sentence. To address them in the order of severity, the first being the most severe, I was inside a Geppetto's toy store when I was 13 years old. That's concerning. Far less severe and far less concerning, I stole three marbles. Yes, moral issues going with this, but the only reason I took the marbles was because I heard some kids in my middle school stole condoms from a Rite Aid. They stole something. They took an object worth money and didn't pay the ego. They didn't, they didn't pay anything. They took it. And I would assume they just went on with their day, walking around the shopping center with their Element brand backpacks hanging as low as possible, and so that with each step, the bag pops up and down like an equestrian might bounce up and down on the back of a show horse. I bet they went to bed without showering. Their hair, sun bleached blonde on top, and oversized Hurley t-shirt and plaid pajama pants, the only things between themselves and their gray bed sheets that their mom picked out for them at Target. Stealing condoms. The only problem for me was that at the time, I didn't know what condoms looked like. And Rite Aid had a security guard. But I knew what marbles looked like. And Geppetto's didn't have a security guard. Done deal. I've lived in this studio apartment for nearly a month, and I haven't gotten any legitimate silverware. I've survived off plastic forks, spoons, and knives from a plaid pantry down the street. And I've wondered, how long can I keep this up? Recently, though, a red flag came about. I mean, the other day, I started to make some pasta. I filled up the pot with lukewarm water, turning the back burner on the electric stovetop to high, sprinkling salt to speed up the boiling process. Then reaching to the upper shelf in my pantry, I pulled down a bag of bow tie pasta. I was only going to make half the bag. I don't have any Tupperware. And the look of a half a bag of pasta folded over in my pantry it makes me feel a lot more organized than I actually am. The water began to boil. And I was just about to pour the pasta in, but before doing so, I opened up the drawer that laid against my pelvic bone, and pulling out a spoon with two gaping holes down the middle, and the ideal instrument for handling pasta. As I did this, I noticed that the impatiently ripped box, once home to the variety pack of utensils, was empty. I had no forks, I had no spoons, I had no knives. I had a choice continue making pasta and eat it using the stirring spoon with holes, or go get Chinese food. The bok choy and black bean sauce came out first, followed by tofu noodles. Kind of like fireflies sticking out on a summer night in middle America, the chopsticks at this place are hard to not see. Taking the spotlight away from the three bald men all wearing Ralph Lauren polos, the chopsticks are bright orange. It's a fun contrast for a restaurant with black and gray color tones and an overall industrial feel. If I had to guess, there's probably close to 200 chopsticks in the entire restaurant, and that's not even taking into consideration the chopsticks in the dirty dish bin, the ones drying in the back, and then the probable extras in storage. I'm already hedging my decision-making. I started on the noodles and thought to myself, 
what if I take four chopsticks? This place wouldn't know the difference. I could fit all of them into my purse, no harm, no foul. But did I really need chopsticks? Yes and no. I mean, I mainly eat overnight oats and granola, both the George Foreman to the Joe Frazier that is this type of utensil. I suppose I could eat more pasta. I mean, they definitely help with spaghetti. Things would get interesting with penne and bow tie, but I'd get the job done. It'd be pretty trendy if I had four orange chopsticks in this apartment. And I haven't even really committed to a legitimate color scheme, so I think having these chopsticks in-house, I mean, that's really just a nomination for additional orange curtains or pillows. This was like Geppetto's, but it was also completely different. Where the marbles saw the bottom of a pencil cup, the chopsticks would see the bottom of a drawer. Each time I saw the marbles, I was not only reminded of how I stole something, but how I was 13 and by choice walked into a toy store. I imagine each time that I ate with the chopsticks, I'd not only be reminded of how I bought plastic forks from convenience stores on a consistent basis, but also that three bald men all sat together wearing the exact same red Ralph Lauren polo. I didn't think I'd feel cheeky stealing the chopsticks. If anything, I'd probably go to Ikea the next weekend, get some silverware, and then realize that I've neglected the chopsticks to the back of the drawer. Think about something I could artistically put them on display in, then the little ounce of guilt taking my right hand by control, grabbing the chopsticks, and throwing them away. I left the Chinese restaurant feeling like I owed a trip to a plaid pantry or a Fred Meyer, mainly because I chose against stealing something that would have been overlooked by anyone checking inventory. I showered that night, and then I got into bed. And my hair a darker brown to the natural blonde highlights I held 10 years ago. One pair of black Hathaway boxer briefs, the only thing between myself and the white bedsheet that I picked out at Target. <laughs>